Welcome to another podcast by Victoria Point Baptist Church. We are glad you have joined us today. If you would like to connect with us as we aim to introduce people to Jesus by connecting with our local community and beyond, you can find out more at vpbc.com.au. Thanks, guys. Appreciate that. Hey, a time machine would be handy, wouldn't it? Imagine if you could just go forward and see who won race three at Doomben or something. And you could do really well coming back and uh, investing it. I'd tithe, of course, uh, if I made a killing on the... I, I don't know, Doomben, all I know is I've heard it on the radio. I haven't been there, so you don't have to worry. But a time machine would be very handy, but it would also be very handy if we were able to go back in time. And uh, if we could use in your imagination, if you go back to 1451 BC and you're on the uh, banks of the Jordan River and uh, the whole history uh, of what's happened to the people of Israel moving out of Egypt over 400 years ago, uh, a period of time they were in slavery for 400 years, not quite that long in the desert, uh, 40 years or so. But imagine all the history of coming to this point where they're at the Jordan River and uh, they're about to cross over. And the priests uh, put their toes in the water, uh, 20 kilometres upstream or thereabouts, God had halted uh, that time. And at that precise moment that they put their toes in the water, uh, the Jordan River opens up and they see dry land or they cross on dry land. Can you imagine being there? Uh, I think it would be good for us, uh, you and I, to be, be there. How good would it have been to see the power of God at work so dramatically? And so there's a sense where, although that would be helpful for us to be physically there and to see that river part, uh, by faith and by our own experience, we acknowledge that God is a God of power. And yes, he displayed his power so powerfully back in 1451 BC, but he has displayed his power ever since then. And he continues to. And so we need to have a God who is big. We need to have an understanding and we need to have a faith that is big. Believing that nothing is too hard for God. Because it's that faith and that's that belief that gives us the peace and the comfort and the hope as we go ahead. We don't have a time machine. We don't know what tomorrow brings. We don't know what next week brings. We don't know what next month or next year brings at all. And so the way that we are able to journey with God is this having this understanding that he is a good God. He's a big God. He's powerful. He's loving. And he's faithful. And it's important for us to have that, I suppose, as the basis. Because sometimes when things that are ahead of us seem impossible, we need to have a faith and a belief in a big God who's able to do amazing things. Uh, we have to trust his timetable. We'll have to trust his purposes. Things don't always go as we would want, but we need to be able to trust God. I'm sorry about that. Maybe it's just my connection here that I haven't done up properly. I'll try not to move, which will be a bit of a miracle. <laughs> Nearly as big a miracle if Doreen wasn't able to speak, but <laughs> I'll, try, I'll try not to, to move and to do that. Imagine the relief of all the history, their previous generations never getting into the promised land. Can you imagine the relief that took place that day? The priests put their toes in the water, the waters divide and they move across. And you and I have had those experiences where at last life has 
become clear to us or God's stepped in and done something or we can see the way forward because we've had experiences of God where we've seen him work. And no, we weren't there in 1451 when the, the river divided, but you and I have experiences to know how powerful God is. Can you imagine the 10 lepers? Uh, imagine living with that disease. Imagine that uh, they would have to yell out, unclean, unclean, everywhere they went so no one would come anywhere near them. Can you imagine the relief they have when Jesus heals them? Imagine the change that in their thinking and in their psyche after that took place. And that's the sort of power and faithfulness of God that you and I need to have as a part of our daily journey with God. Because the reality is, and this would be your experience too, that either God will change our circumstances or God will give us the power to endure them. Uh, and it's a relief to know that you and I worship a God where nothing is impossible. The sun will come up tomorrow. And even though there's times where we feel like we're just barely surviving, God is faithful and God is good. And we can sometimes see how he works and how he... I might just move to a handheld one if that's okay. Sorry. Technology. Are we on? Excellent. Uh, one of my favourite quotes, and I've used it often if I've had a coffee with you and I've listened to stories, is that we can only live our life going forward, but we can only understand it looking back. And it's that sort of perspective that is a part of our faith journey where we understand the importance of the past, but we can only go forward. And we have to have an understanding or a grip, I suppose, on all those things. As we read our passage this morning, we see that God didn't want the Israelites to forget what he'd done. When the whole nation had finished crossing the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, Choose twelve men from among the people, one from each tribe, and tell them to take up twelve stones from the middle of the Jordan, from right where the priests stood, and to carry them over with you and put them down at the place where you stay tonight. It's really important that we remember the things that God has done. It's really important that you and I make a mental memorial of God's faithfulness. It's really important whether we either journal it or we write it down or we record it in some way because it's important for us not to forget what God has done. And one of the key things that I've found for me that's helpful in this is to be thankful, to be thankful for what God has done because when we're thankful, we keep the faithfulness of God alive in our mind. Uh, there was a, a, a short-term mission trip where they actually went into a, a leper colony, a leper mission. And this guy was standing at the back and, and all these people were singing and worshipping and they were thankful to God and they were just rejoicing in God. And, and he sort of said how God challenged him because the lady in front sort of just turned around a little bit and she had virtually no ears or a nose due to the leprosy. <laughs> And he realized then here was someone that was not overwhelmed by the present circumstances, but someone who had an experience of God's faithfulness and power. And that was her perspective, and that's why she was able to worship. That's why she was able to praise. And so we need to remind ourselves of what God has done, what God continues to do, and what he will do in the future. But thankfulness is such an important thing, because thankfulness is something that keeps our mind alive to the faithfulness of God so we don't forget. 
We need to be thankful. We need to do that. And you think thankfulness has come naturally to us, but of those 10 lepers, only one came back to Jesus and said, thank you. So apart from uh, the things of the challenges that we have, one of the things that can keep our mind in a good stead, one of the things that gives us good perspective and a good attitude towards God is to be thankful, to be thankful for what he's done in the past. There's another reason that God wants us to remember what's taken place, and we pick that up from verse 5. Each of you is to take up a stone on his shoulder, according to the number of tribes, to serve as a sign among you in the future. When your children ask you, what do these stones mean? Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. It's good for you and I to go back to the riverbank. It's good for you and I to go back throughout our life and consider all the times when God stepped in and did something that only God could do. It's really important for us to remember that because it gives us, I suppose, a sense that the next time that we face an obstacle or a flooded river, we have that assurance of knowing how God has worked in the past. So God didn't want the people of Israel to forget what he'd done. And one of the reasons that he didn't want them to forget what he has done is so that the next time they faced a challenge or a crisis, they could go back and say, you know what, God was faithful then, he'll be faithful now, he'll be faithful in the future. And faith builds upon faith. One small step of faith now where God uh, is faithful and we trust him, and God sort of comes to the place where we see him at work, builds, and then we can take another step of faith and another step of faith. We might start out taking small steps of faith, but they grow and they develop because we develop an experience of God that is etched into our thinking where whenever we face a crisis, we can look back and say, God was faithful then, he'll be faithful now. And it's really important. And our tendency to forget these things uh, is something that weakens our faith considerably. So I'm not sure how you would do it. Maybe you need to start journaling, need some sort of record. But when you have those experiences where you've been prayerful, maybe you've been stuck, maybe you've been unsure of what to do, maybe it's been weeks or months or even years, there's been some sort of thing that's been a worry for you. And you know sometimes God's just stepped in. It could only be God. And he's done something marvelous. And you think, oh, thank you, God. Relief. Yes, God. (laughs) They need to be the things that we write down and journal and store up. Because if we forget, we forget about the power of God. And we forget something that's really important to our faith. God is someone who's going to get us through. So remembering what happens in the past is something that's really important about taking new ground in the future. And I'd encourage you, look back. Some of us have more years than others. Some of uh, our experience of many years ago. But I'm sure there are specific times in your Christian journey where there are instances where God stepped in and you just knew it was God. It wasn't a coincidence. It just wasn't, didn't work out well. It was just God. As if we would put our toes in the water and the moment that we touched the water, the river parted. <laughs> As real as that, I'm sure you have those experiences. And what we learn today is we need to take hold of them and remember them and be thankful for them because the things that happened in your past are the things that will enable you to take new ground in the future. When Alan prayed, he, he, he reminded us that God cannot change. So how you have found God in the past will be how you find him today and next week and next month. He cannot change. He cannot change. 
And so the things that have taken place in the past are really important to us because they give us the hope and the courage and the faith to take new ground in the future. But there's another reason that we need to remember these things, and we read that from verse 18. And the priest came up out of the river carrying the ark of the covenant of the Lord. And no sooner had their feet hit the dry ground than the waters of the Jordan returned to their place and ran at flood just as it was before. You know, those special moments with God where he breaks in and he does something, they're fleeting. And so there wasn't a permanent memorial of the priest with his toe in the water, with the river divided. He did that, but as soon as they crossed over, the river went back to normal. And you know, our human nature is we forget so quickly and so easily. God can do something almost incredible and then a week or two later, a month later or or whatever, we're going, God, where are you? Are you real? (laughs) And he would say, you'd only have to look back a little way to see what God has done. You only have to look back a little way to see my faithfulness. And we think of someone uh, like Elijah. Uh, He calls down from fire from heaven. Uh, the, the big sort of the, the spiritual shootout with the prophets of Baal. And, and he brings down the fire from heaven and the, 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 the logs or the wood that's soaked in water catches the flame. And straight after that, we read how Elijah's sitting under the broom tree and he said, God, I want to die. I've had enough. So our human nature is to forget about the faithfulness of God And the reason why we need to have a mental memorial and make a note of all the things that he does is because those moments don't last long, but they are life-changing. So a special moment with God is something that can change your life forever. Yet they don't last, so we have to take hold of them. We have to have a memorial. And we have to be intense in our desire to take hold and saying, God has done something special for me today. I'm not going to forget. I'm going to be thankful, but I'm going to record it. I'm going to make a note of it because it will enable me to take new ground in the future. God was very concerned, and he mentions the children. Uh, And children are really important to God. And I think they have priority because they are young lives that can be shaped and influenced. And when he talked about setting up this memorial, he was really keen that when the children in the future ask, what do these stones represent? (laughs) That those kids have been left a legacy by the faithfulness of God and the others who would not forget. Um, Over 40 years ago, I don't know exactly, but there were a group of people, not a good number of people here who bought some land and they built a building (laughs) Uh, And we have some facilities now that are are growing all of the time, but we have no debt. (laughs) And that's a a huge blessing to us as a church. But the reason that we are in this position is about the faithfulness of people 50 years ago who set up and put this in place. And, And why God wants us to remember, why God wants us to take new ground, why does God want us to take hold of the fact he's a God of power? He wants us to leave a legacy And these 12 stones, this monument would have been a legacy to the generations to come. On this day, this is what God has done. So our lives need to be a legacy as well. We need to understand that the things that we do now have an effect on people in the future. And so when we go about our business, when we think about ministry, when we think about living for God, we shouldn't be thinking about ourselves 
and we certainly shouldn't be thinking just about today. <laughs> you know, one of the problems that we have in our political system now is that politicians can only make decisions that last for a year or two because that's all they're worried about is the next election. No politician really has the courage to say, hey, this will be a great decision for those who are coming in 20 years' time. <laughs> they, won't, they won't do that. But as Christians, we have an eye. We don't just look at today, but we look at the future. And we just don't look at our own needs, but we look at the needs of others. And so I'd encourage you, whatever ministry that you're in, it's not just about a ministry today, it's about a ministry in the future. It's about supporting and encouraging our children's ministries, our youth ministries, because you just don't know what effect that's going to have in 20 or 30 time, years' time as you minister to a, an 8-year-old boy or a 10-year-old girl now. That's how we have to... We don't think about ourselves and we don't think about just today. We actually think about the future. And as a church, the decisions that we make are like a, leaving a legacy. And God was aware when they, this wonderful thing happened. You know, it was a marvellous thing. They would have been dancing and celebrating. They would have been, oh, how great is God and how wonderful. But God said, I want you to build this memorial because in 20, 30, 50, 100 years' time, I want people to see what I've done today. I want your kids and their kids to be reminded on this day, this is what God has done because he's powerful, he's faithful and he's good. And so it's a challenge for us. Are our lives a legacy for the future? Because my natural tendency is to live for today and to live for myself. All, all my decisions can be based on now and me. But as Christians, God would want us to have a legacy where we're thinking about others and we're thinking about those that are to come. He said to the Israelites, in the future, when your descendants ask your fathers, what do these stones mean? Tell them. Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground. It wasn't just about the faithfulness of God, but it was about the obedience of everyone that was coming. A family suffered a, a terrible loss and they decided to make uh, organs available to be as a part of the, uh, the program. They received letters uh, they had no names on the letters, but they received letters of thanks from the various people that had received these organs. And there was a high school teacher uh, that had, had a heart transplant. There were two people that didn't have to have dialysis any longer because they had new kidneys. Uh, skin, uh, I think there was over 100 people that were from uh, skin damage through fire and that who were treated. And one of the sons, one of the boys, said to his mother, he said, Dad's still helping people. And I suppose it's that mindset where God is looking and saying, this is a special event, this is an amazing thing. 1451 BC is a great day, but I don't want that day just to be about the present. I want that great day to have something that influences people for generations and generations. And that's the challenge that we have as Christians, that's the challenge that we have as a church that we would be aware not just of our own needs and our present needs, but we'd be aware of the people coming, we'd be aware of the possibility that we can leave a legacy, and that we would be concerned for what God wants to do in the future. So the decisions that we make today have a bearing on what the future holds. It's important for us to remember that our lives are a legacy for those that are to follow.
And when your children ask what this means, you can tell them. This is a constant reminder to the use of the day that God held back the waters of the flood in Jordan so that his people might cross on dry ground. It is really important that we remember what God has done. And so you and I symbolically have to build little memorials. <laughs> we have to remind ourselves of the faithfulness of God because do you know that will be a fleeting moment. Those moments where God is real and we just know it's him, they're fleeting, they don't last long. But we need that knowledge to take future ground. What happens in the past is what gives us confidence to face the future. And so God's very wise about making this mental note. Would you consider God's faithfulness in the past? Just take a moment. Think about those special times, those instances, those times where God turned up, you just knew it was him. It may be spectacular, it might not be spectacular, but you just knew it was God. They are the things that give us the confidence. He cannot change. He will not change. If you have found God faithful yesterday, you'll find God faithful tomorrow. So we don't have to doubt. We don't have to fear. We don't have to be anxious. But we do have to remember the faithfulness of God. The Lord your God did to the Jordan just what he had done to the Red Sea when he dried it up before us until we had crossed over. He did this so that all people of the earth might know that the hand of the Lord is powerful and so that you might always fear the Lord your God. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for your faithfulness to me in the past. There have been many times, fleeting as they might have been, but there have been many times when you have stepped into my life and I just knew it was you. And yet, God, it, it seems my human nature is that I could come across a challenge or my own flooded river in a, a week or two or a month's time and panic or be anxious. I'd forgotten already. And so, God, your teaching to the Israelites is really important teaching to us today. It's a simple thing that we need to remember the times when God does something special. We need to record it, make a memorial, write it down. Because our experience of God then will enable us in the future. It'll give us a hope and a confidence. It'll give us a courage because we know that you cannot change. There's no doubt. There's no fear. There's nothing grey about this. Will God turn up? He will. Why? Because he has in the past. God, I pray too that we would be serious about leaving a legacy. I, I pray that we wouldn't be just thinking about what we need or, or what's needed today but that we'd actually look ahead and think of our children and their children and their children, that we would be mindful of the legacy that was left. God, I thank you for those small number of people that got together here 40 years ago or so and decided to build a church. And we've been blessed because of the decisions that were made all those years ago. God, would you challenge us? What sort of legacy are we leaving? Are we investing in the future? God, I, I pray for those that serve in kids' church and Big Arvo and youth and, 
many mornings and all the various things that we do where we have ministry to children and youth. God bless those people because they're ministering into the future. They're leaving a legacy. God, I pray as a church that we'd be mindful of that. But God, it's my prayer today that as we look back and reflect on all that you've done, that we would be reminded just how powerful you are. Not just the Jordan River, but the Red Sea. Lazarus, the resurrection. God, we just see your power at work everywhere. But it's not limited to the Bible and it's not limited to history. Each one of us here who love you and know you have had times when you've broken into our world, you've turned up and we've known it's you. God, may we grab hold of those things. May we not let them loose because that provides all that we need to step forward confidently into the future. Do you make your response this morning? Firstly, would you thank God for his faithfulness to you? His power demonstrated in your life in various ways. Would you offer a prayer of thanks? Would you now acknowledge that God cannot change? He just can't. So would you pray about his faithfulness in the past being the foundation of your future? We keep journeying with him in confidence because we can look back and say, God, you've been faithful. And finally, would you just pray, God, help me not just to live for today and help me not just to be worrying about myself, but help me to think about the future and others. Would you ask God that your life, your testimony, your word, your ministry would be a legacy for those that are to come?